You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans Big Show, we talk about the coaching carousel in Europe. Xavi at Barcelona, Conte at Tottenham. Alexis is excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) We also talk about MLS and playoff predictions, decision day. So many matches to discuss. Also, we have a very huge unboxing. That's right. The unboxing's back. But also, we've got Lynn Williams and Sam Mewis of North Carolina Courage. Obviously, the women's national team. But also, they've started a podcast called Snacks. Oh, now you in our lane? You trying to win <laughs> trophies in our game? Chill. You too good. We talked to them about everything about their their uh, their footballing career. And also, two lookalike dogs meet on this mm. show. And somebody <laughs> cries. That and more today on the Cooligans! Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris. And Allie Krieger. And you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians. The Cooligans, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, baby! Yes. Come on. Let's go. You seen the... You know the- what? I wonder what my neighbor thinks I'm doing every every time we do this show. You know, what is the, happening down there? The baby Keem. You seen the you seen the video uh, for yes. Family Ties? Oh, what a what a video. You a fan? <laughs> I'm a huge fan, of baby Keem. To everyone who doesn't know what that is, you just look like you were using like a rowing machine at the, at the gym of <laughs> some sort or an elliptical. <laughs> you feel me? That's the new dance, okay? Yeah. Uh, Come on, get up there. Do everybody. the elliptical, baby. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show right here on Fubo Sports Network. That's right. It also happens to be the gulliest, but, you know, I'm assuming you all know that. I think you even <laughs> said it along with me. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Because uh, we're gully in Paris and we're gully in France. You know how we do. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Call so, the label. Uh, I need my advance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're excited about today's show not because not only because it is jam-packed with the most fun soccer content you have ever seen, but also uh-huh. we uh-huh. have incredible guests. We have a duo, U.S. Women's National Team duo and North Carolina Courage uh, duo, Sam Mewis and Lynn Williams of the Snacks podcast wow they done started a podcast why are you coming in our lane we're so scared yeah are we are we, you know you wouldn't like it if we just went in gold and, and played in the nwsl final and won a championship you wouldn't what if we to- just showed up to the olympics like what's good this is our now <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we have a nice uh, little, little some competitive banter uh, mm-hmm. with uh, with the U.S. Women's National Team superstars. Uh, they'll be on a little bit later, but we have to start today's show talking about some of the stuff that's going on in Europe. Okay, Yo, the coaching because- carousel has been put on hyperdrive. You remember that? <laughs> it was like every once in a while in like a, a, one of our childhood movies or shows, they would have. The carousel going crazy and the child has to be saved. That's yes. that's the level of speed we've hit now. It's going so fast. People are flying off the horses. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> horses are going up and down. You know, people holding on for dear life. And one of those people holding on for dear life or who flew off 
but landing quite comfortably is Xavi, baby. <laughs> right. So this is uh, this is exciting, right? We're seeing that he is finalizing terms with uh, Barcelona to become the next manager. Obviously, Ronald Koeman uh, was relieved of his duties, uh, right. and uh, and it, so it, it didn't work out as most people, which is good for him because now the fans can stop defecating on his car hood. Yeah, I mean, they were, <laughs> did you see, like, they were just destroying this man's car, booing him as he drove off? Right, that right. time is the, go relax, Ronald Koeman. Yeah, this- I suggest you go to L.A. where no one knows who you are, <laughs> and you can just spend your money hanging out on the right, beach. Right, because it, 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 people were like, uh, hey, this seems a little bit too big to be a bird, a bird poop, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, little- I, don't think, I don't think birds eat this much corn, dude. <laughs> Someone needs to switch their I diet. The I can't digest it either. Yeah, uh. yeah, that's like the time that somebody took a took a poop on my buddy's car, and uh, he thought at first because my wife had had an argument with his wife, and he's like, "You don't think it was?" And I was like, "No, it wasn't." My, my wife, and then he sends us the photo. This is definitely something I would, I would, uh, you know, uh, coax my wife to do to, to get back at my enemies. But, uh, trust 100%. me, yeah, no, no, you'll know it's me. But then we sent us the photo, and and my wife, being the nurse, looks at it and goes, well, whoever this is is having some liver problems. And he's like, don't you worry about the liver problems of the guy who pooped on my car. <laughs> we don't care about this gentleman right now. Anyway, <laughs> um, yes, so Chavi looks like he is going to be the next manager. Way to steer us back into the right for, direction. For Barcelona. How do you think this is going to be? I think this is a massive win for them. Legend, already coaching really well. Has their team in first place in the Qatari League. Has them playing Tiki Taka. That's beautiful from the clips and highlights I've seen. I mean, this is a win-win if you're Barca. Uh, I, look, this is this is what Xavi has wanted for uh, for a long time. Yes, the highlights look great in Qatar, but look, it, it is Qatar. Just like just the way we uh, we criticize when when somebody is successful in France, we call it a farmers league and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not taking the highlights I see in Qatar. Okay. really, to be the can most I counterpoint valuable. what you're saying? <laughs> yes, you're right. Right, we don't know the level of that league, but also we would suspect it's not the highest level, right? And yes. to get them playing the way they look, the way the one-touch passing, the beautiful mm-hmm. tiki-taka, the fact that he can coach them to that level, imagine he were to be able to do that with FC Cincinnati, as an example. Man, this is Cincinnati's <laughs> oh, getting man, burned on this episode. Be, they, I mean, they need him badly. John right? to FC Cincinnati is a tr- transformative <laughs> move for that club. Uh, $300 million a year. <laughs> get that done. Um, yeah. But. The point I'm trying to make is imagine he did that with like, uh, you know, whatever the, you know, uh, Halifax Wanderers of the Canadian Premier League. <laughs> if he's able to take a league where you probably don't think the quality is that high. And then mm. all of a sudden he's got them playing just like the early aughts uh, or the I'm sorry, the early, you know, 20 teens uh, Barcelona teams. You're probably sitting there thinking this is amazing. This is the, this is the guy that could probably yeah. do that with a higher budget. Which what you have at Barca. It's exciting. There's optimism. Uh, and I think people uh, and, and the fans and the players will probably get along with Xavi more than they did with Ronald Koeman. Ronald Koeman, in his last few, uh, whether he was coaching Netherlands, whether he was at Everton, uh, just th- th- there's an issue there with 
communication with players that 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 has followed him along in those last few jobs and i think that you know the 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 chemistry with players will be the biggest difference so that's what i'm hoping for because barcelona desperately needs that the other thing uh the other manager we need to talk about the new manager for tottenham antonio conte they let go of nuno after 10 only 10 matches uh for Hotspurs, and now they bring in Antonio Conte. Uh, what what are we thinking? Is, is it going to be much you of think a different family? Turn, turn it around for them. Of course not. Do you think uh, <laughs> his family was as disappointed in him to find out he's the Tottenham manager as my mother was to find out I was a stand-up comedian? Do you think it's even? <laughs> it, I'm sure it is. Uh, there, I th- I'm sure his family's like, when are you going to get a real job, uh, Antonio? <laughs> <laughs> was no one, were they not looking at FC Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, it's a blue-collar industry, <laughs> a blue-collar city. You yeah. really think of about it. The league's on the up and up. I mean, why shoot yourself in the foot with this Tottenham? You know, right? So, well, I mean, as far as the the these big moves, I mean, look, the job at Barca for for Xavi and the job at Tottenham. Look, the 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 expectations are obviously very very different, but there's there are they are two teams that are kind of in disarray right now. Who has who has some better success? You think Xavi sorts it out for well, Barcelona faster? How is this than even Conte a question, Tottenham? How is this even a question? I don't. I don't think. I don't think Antonio Conte is going to have Ronald Koeman level success at <laughs> at, uh, at Tottenham. It's Tottenham. Tottenham's always going to Tottenham, and that's the thing that you just have to sit back and just believe. I love, I love Tottenham the, will I love forever. The detailed Tottenham. analysis from Arsenal fan Alexis. Look, <laughs> here's just, the truth. Nothing we can do. They're a, they're a hopeless bunch. You know? <laughs> I mean, apparently they, there's a curse on them. I don't know how they. What did they build on on a, on a on a, a graveyard? I don't know what happened. But here's the truth. I honestly think if if he has players, right? He's got incredible players. He's got Deli Ali. Who, if he's the Deli Ali of old, if he can find that. The, the person to do it is probably, uh, you know, Antonio Conte. He's got Hemming Sun. He's got a hurricane for now, right? He's got guys that are pretty good, like Lucas Mora and, and, and Hoiberg. He's got a stable of players that if he can mold to the way he likes, he'll be able to sort of, you know, at least propel them forward. I don't know how far I can't imagine. I mean, he is Antonio Conte, but I can't imagine they become a top four side overnight. Next season is going to be the real thing. Are they actually going to give him? You know the the transfer policy that they guaranteed him. It's it's Daniel Levy. Uh, I Antonio Conte. If I were you, I really hope this wasn't a gentleman's agreement because we've seen how that happens. At <laughs> it, it seems like this move was made, uh, especially this early in the season, for Harry Kane. It, it seems like. Do you think Harry Kane stays? Because it, it feels like this is why this was done because they want to keep Harry Kane there, happy and 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 finally some success again. I think if you're Harry Kane, you now have another reason to potentially stay. But you also have a, uh, like four years left of your contract. There's nothing you can really do. If they don't want to sell you, there's nothing you can do. So at the very least, at least there's a manager now that has a proven track record of winning. I just think as long as you have that badge over your heart, you're not going to win a trophy. And that's not even me being you know, an Arsenal fan, a Tottenham hater. I just think Tottenham will somehow find a way to – it's their front office. It's their staff. They've got a heavy, they've got a heavy amount of debt with the stadium – you know, I don't think they're going to be able to go out and buy the players that they're saying they're going to be able to. I don't think if they do, they're going to find that the players are of the same quality. I think they're going to continue to buy the players that they've usually bought. 
I don't know. I don't have a lot of confidence. And if I'm Harry sure. Kane, dude, jump, jump now. Who cares about the rebuild? <laughs> He's 29 years old. You really want to win a trophy when you're 33 it, and not starting? Right. It's it's tough to uh, you know to to remove the some of the bias coming from Arsenal supporters only because even when when uh, we went to the Emirates, Arsenal played against. Wimbledon and after the game I must have heard this song maybe 4,000 times we hate Tottenham we hate Tottenham just literally over and over we hate Tottenham we hate Tottenham over and over and over again just constantly they do that at weddings (laughs) they do that at bar mitzvahs I mean if you're an Arsenal fan at the the christening you know bro if I'm at the bodega and I hear it a couple aisles away stand up if you hate Tottenham stand up I got my arms up you know what I mean I'm out. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I'm chanting with you, my G. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Christian, let's talk a little MLS because uh, Decision Day is coming up. This is going to be a big mm-hmm. one. Playoffs are coming up. And it uh, seems like the seating is kind of getting set, except if you are in anywhere from 5th to 11th in any the Eastern or Western, you are scared right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anything can happen. It's um it, it it's an ex- it's an exciting time. I mean, every single uh year, you know, the 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 MLS season can feel like you know it's it's without re- promotion relegation, it can feel like the middle of the season feels like a little sort of less exciting. But then just the end of the season, it is a panic to get into yeah. these playoffs. Everybody, the game pandemonium, I- <laughs> and it turns on like it does. No one's ever sure, but it's generally like four matches before the end of the season all of a sudden you're like wait i could go from first to eighth how i've been winning this whole time all right yeah i gotta i gotta get this project in it's it's crunch time Um, you just sweat does anyone know anything about the about the this this mesoic era i don't even know if that's a real thing so you know even uh, the game recently the uh you know vancouver against lafc like you the the feeling in these matches is like Man, we need a goal here. We got to find something. Everybody's getting upset about every second being wasted. And so that's when it gets uh, uh, super, super exciting. But we should, uh, you know, and a reminder, right now we're recording this before the Wednesday matches. So uh, obviously those will make a big difference in what decision day looks like. Montreal might be in or out by the time you're hearing this. I I think they actually sneak into the playoffs, but... You could be laughing at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should take a quick look at the standings uh, in the Eastern Conference. Obviously, Supporter Shield winners, uh, the New England Revolution, got it uh, on lock, and they're, they're pretty much the only uh, the only team that are like just the decision day is like you know what. I'm not making decisions on decisions. We actually got to give them a little bit of credit, by the way. They've had the most successful season of all time. Right. The most points ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's New England we're talking about. (laughs) The Revolution, (laughs) the only team to still have their original badge. (laughs) Right. But for for who knows how long, right? Right. <laughs> so the uh, but this weekend, obviously, New York City uh, against the Philadelphia Union is a big, big match. Not only because uh, you know they they both clinch playoff spots, but they can both uh, uh, possibly host uh, uh, playoff matches. And well, uh, if so Philly they- loses, they'll they're guaranteed home field, right? Because they can't slide below fourth. R- but if uh, New York but- City, no, not necessarily. No, uh, yeah, mathematically, they can still if Orlando. No, Wins their their uh their, their remaining matches. This it's still oh, a that's right. Orlando has two. You're right. Yeah, Orlando has two. 
So I was just going to say they should just let New York win because then we both get home field, you know? <laughs> How nice is that? <laughs> yeah, look at that. Uh, no, this is going to be an exciting game. But look, the, uh, Nashville has a, a huge game against uh, against Red Bull. Um, you know, Red Bull has already played against uh, Atlanta United, which is also a big game. So we don't know the mm-hmm. result of that one. But we should talk about you know DC, Columbus, Montreal. Like, do you, who do you out of those three that are currently not in the in the in the in playoff position? Who do you think makes it in? Is it or or do none of them make it in? Well, I think, look, D.C. is having an incredible turnaround. I know you're saying they're not making the playoffs, but based on the way they played last season to the way they're playing now. But they also did just lose 6-0 to NYCFC. They did get a win uh, after that. But they, uh, You know, better teams have fallen at NYCFC. (laughs) But yeah, but look, I've always always said this. Like, when you lose a 5-0 or a 6-0 or a 7-0, that really had nothing to do with how your team is, the quality of your team. That has to do with, like, Something went terribly wrong that day, or they figured something out. Um, like if you lose three two, I think that's a bigger failure than losing five nil. Fans won't agree with me or six nil. But okay. I see Columbus, you know, former champion, Montreal playing extremely well. To me, Montreal has, I think, what it takes to make it to that level. They've just got those certain players. Um, uh, what's a Mihailovic? They've got uh um what's a, what's the dude's name up top? Uh um, God, I can't remember Kyoto, his name. Ramal Kyoto. Yeah, Ramal Kyoto. Uh, they've got those types of players that can turn it on at any moment. Right. So I could see them sliding up. But I also I could I could also see Columbus all of a sudden finding three, that form. Out of those three, I think Columbus has probably the best chance to make it. They, I, Miguel Barry, who was just on the show, uh, uh, scored in in a win, got an assist in got an in, assist, in, yeah. in another win. Uh, so they're probably in the best run of form to to make it in obviously if if maybe red bull or atlanta drop some points uh uh but they, they, there is a there is a possibility there from who do you Columbus. think causes the most damage if they get in who do you think could go the furthest oh out of those three out of those three I'll dc columbus, columbus or montreal columbus see i think great. montreal just for the vibes you know because <laughs> no one knows what to expect from them Okay, let's look at Western Conference real quick. Seattle uh, is in first, but not not a lock by by any means. Kansas City and and Colorado are all fighting for that first uh, uh, play spot in the Western Conference. Right. That's going to be fun. Exciting. That's going to be mean, super look, fun to watch. Portland, you know, after the the goal from Dyron Espria, the the vibes are incredible uh, mm-hmm. out there, but still not a lock to to host a, a playoff game. But let's look at the teams that are on the outside right now, which is RSL. And LAFC, the uh, LA Galaxy are, are hanging on by a thread in the in seventh place. They needed a win uh, in their last game. There's a goal from Chicharito, a terrible uh, penalty from uh, from Fisher that 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 pretty much gave up those two points. But LAFC or RSL, do you, who do you think has the possibility to sneak into the playoffs and upset one of those three teams that are currently in playoff position? I want to say RSL because they've got a Guano on there, Michael Chang. Uh-huh. Um, but LAFC, I think they've got that player named Chicho. I think they should just go all the way and put Chichorito on the back of his <laughs> kit. You know what I mean? Just really annoy Galaxy fans. Just if they did that, they'd already be in the playoffs. Chicho, Chichorito. Uh, Yo, Arango. I'm telling uh, you. I'm telling you, it would be wild. It's interesting, though, because uh, Chicho Arango, his, his first name is, is Christian. And uh-huh. so I didn't know Chicho was a maybe a, a nickname of Christian. I don't know if that's the the, the connection, but I should go. That's by like Chicho Charlie Polanco as well. Charlie could be La- Chaz. 
You're now Chicho Polanco. <laughs> Why not? He's having sounds a like a bug, so doesn't it? Sound like in Caribbean Spanish, it sounds like it's. I mean, I don't want Chicho acá adentro. Like, oh my god, get out, get out. <laughs> so, uh, look, decision day is going to be uh, a tremendous man. There's a, a lot of really uh, uh, huge, huge playoff implications for for these games, and this is the the when uh, the MLS playoffs are about to ramp up and get really, really exciting. So, tune in, this uh, guys, Vancouver. Might be in the playoffs. <laughs> Bro, what a turnaround. Think about that. You forgot they were in the league. And they're going to, they're potentially in the playoffs. This could be huge. All right, everybody. We got another unboxing. So let's do this. Also, <laughs> let's go. A reminder, after this, uh, Lynn Williams and Sam Mewis of the U.S. Women's National Team will be joining us uh, to talk about their new podcast. But let's get to this box, which... Right on here. Has, yes. has uh, it, instructions on it. I don't know if you could see that. It, it says, says do not do, open until November 4th. Right. It is now We've, November 4th. We don't follow any rules. So I can't <laughs> believe we actually waited. I'm going to be very careful opening this because it looks like it's kind of stuffed. Okay. And I don't want whatever's in here to break. It says, I, I mean, we, okay, I see where it's from. Uh, yeah, so there's no, it's not coming from a team, but it is coming. From the New England Patriots. <laughs> says, oh, wow. Wow. It's interesting because we just mentioned this <laughs> very briefly a second ago about the New England Revolution logo. And holy smokes, the new logo is on this box. Let's see. Now this, this is beautifully done. <laughs> wow. Proudly not another FC. Whoa. Wow. The revs and the new logo. Look, and it even has um the 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 seal, the, re- Buddy, the pressed clay this is seal ridiculous. on it. <laughs> Look at the, I mean, they <laughs> took their time. United by defiance. Wow. wow. First of all, smells incredible. Can I give them props <laughs> to that? Welcome to New England. Before you make yourself at home, here's some things you should know. We don't get pushed around ever. Oh. Revolution is in our blood. Revolution is our pounding heart. As we outrun and outthink those who stand against us. Do you know what's funny? <laughs> if they did this any other year, I'd be roasting them. But they're the best <laughs> like, team where, ever. Where are you getting so, this like, false confidence from? You know? So, like, low-key, also, it says, scan here to begin your journey. So I'm just going to put this in the camera. Go ahead and scan that right <laughs> off the TV, folks. <laughs> who knows what it is? I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to check what that is? Uh, well, I'll check later. I mean, we got we got it. Okay, we have a, a t-shirt. Beautiful t-shirts. hat. There's a, there's a hat in here. I got mine is gray. Okay. Oh, dude, I might swap with you. Look at this. Wait, uh, you got a flat brim? Is, I look like a, an eight-year-old wearing his dad's hat. With this. <laughs> if I wore this, if I wore this in certain neighborhoods, they would be like, uh, "What's it say on the front, sir?" Uh, share your swag, please. Wear your gear or display prominently. Oh wait, actually, we probably shouldn't read that part. Let's tell them what to do for the social media. Oh, this is really. Yeah, first of all, you could see the discrepancy in the size of our heads. Look how big the hat naturally fits on yours. And I can't get mine below construction worker who wants the day off. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, New England Revolution. Congratulations. Obviously, you know, uh, the, the logo is, uh, is, you know, obviously it's been, it's been with, the, with the club for, for a long time. But it's time 
for a rebranding, something new. Who knows if if this ends up leading to more success? Maybe a stadium, or maybe a new stadium for the Revs. Uh, a, a lot, uh, a lot of exciting things, and obviously, incredible supporter shield winning season, record breaking season. You know. Look, we, we, we wish you all the success in the world unless you're unless playing NYCFC. Unless you're playing NYCFC, you know baby. You know how it is here, okay? <laughs> but, uh, but thank you so much. Uh, again, New England Revolution, uh, probably not another FC. Uh, congrats on the new logo, everybody. So, uh, all right, coming up next, we have... Sam Mewis and Lynn Williams of the Snacks Podcast. And also, you know, they've won NWSL championships, World Cups, uh, you know, Olympic medalists. They, they, they got a, a long resume. So Sam's from down. New England. Maybe we should give her the hat. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors. Actually, it's us, and it's our Twitch channel. That's right. You know, you've seen us on, on Fubo TV. You've, seen, you've listened to us on the podcast. Maybe you've uh, clicked like on one of our personal seductive photos on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you know how we love those body pics. <laughs> okay. We're trying to... We know the game, all right? We're not going to... Anything for, for likes and views, baby. Yo, that, that's, you know, that, that's what you got to do nowadays. But we're also on Twitch. We live stream... Uh, Every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for Prem Show, uh, but we do other stuff as well. We do watch-alongs. Uh, we, you know, we 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 uh, interview people. Uh, it's a, we play FIFA, uh, and we're gonna be doing a lot more stuff on there. So join us on Twitch. Hit the follow button. It is free. That's right. So just go to Twitch.tv/soccercooligans or make it easy for yourself and just go to eltwitch.com. That's e l t w i t c h e dot com, and that'll bring you right to our account. And hit that follow button right now. What you waiting for? All right, Christian, our guests, multiple guests, are finally yeah, here. look at this. It's a party today. Think about the level of athletic excellence that is normally on the show, and then you just increase it <laughs> by so so many million times more. I mean, yes, this yes, is incredible. It, it's really an honor to be amongst our peers. Oh, yeah. okay? Finally, you know, <laughs> just someone on our level we could talk to, you know, about our experiences. No, this, I mean, this is insane. We've got... Uh, the what second leading scorer in NWSL history, multiple, multiple trophies in NWSL and women's national team, national team stalwarts. I mean, these are legends, the, you know, the fear, the resume, the fear is, just, is in, continuing to grow in the yeah. players, players of other countries are watching this and already getting PTSD of seeing both of these players just pass them left and right. You know what I mean? Like, are you looking at my job to stop one of these? You know, that's exactly what's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, they're also, by the way, now incredible podcasters. So could you leave a little meat on the bone for us, ladies? Uh, put, your, put your hands together for the two, the only, Lynn Williams and Sam Mewis, everybody. Hello. How are you doing, Lynn and Sam? Hi, we are good. Thank you guys so much for having us. What an intro. Ah, I know come that's on. amazing. You boy, so act like act like y'all don't deserve it. Stop it. <laughs> okay, yeah, you put you know uh, you strike fear in the in the hearts of uh, of defenders, and uh, you know, and now you're getting into the podcasting game, and we'll talk about it <laughs> in a moment because now look, we're Christian we're and I are doing two a days. We we realize we need to keep up. You feel me? <laughs> but let's begin with obviously North Carolina Courage uh, in the playoffs. Uh, a playoff game uh, coming up this weekend. Sam, I know uh, you are still dealing with an injury, and it's uh, unfortunate uh, that you ha- haven't been playing and won't be able to play uh, in this upcoming game. But how, what's the, the feeling like uh, going into this uh, playoff game uh, for the Courage? 
Oh, we're excited. Um, you know, we needed things to go our way and bless the Washington spirit um, <laughs> for beating Houston Dash. And we squeaked right in there. Um, but it, it's amazing. I think that uh, the vibe around the team is just excited to, to get into playoffs. Um, yeah, we, we were watching the game at the airport and everybody was jumping up and down when we realized we were in. So everybody's excited. What do you do? Do you text Trinity Rummy? By the way, friend of the show. Do you text Trinity? Great goal. Thank you very much. Here's a here's a gift card to Starbucks. What do you do? I, I should have. I absolutely should have. I should bring her a gift because we get to go play them. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you and, give her the and, gift and Sam, of scoring on her like you exactly. Do everybody else? Exactly. Exactly. I say you thank you so much, record. and you're welcome. <laughs> and Sam, from your perspective, it's obviously your sister's on the dash. Uh, what What is the you know? You're obviously happy, but it, you know it, it comes at a cost, right? Um. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess obviously, I I always root for Christy, except when the courage is involved. I got courage in right. my blood, so um, <laughs> I was hundred percent rooting for the courage to go through to playoffs. And I'm just really proud of the team. It's obviously been a crazy year, and I haven't been there nearly as much as I would have hoped or liked. But I'm so proud of the girls, and I think it's um, it's just like a sign of everybody's character and and dedication to the team that uh, we're here now. So um, go courage. <laughs> you okay. guys play so much. Especially just being, you know, uh, attached to the women's national team with all the different competitions that there are. Uh, are you are you enjoying the break or are you one of these like uber competitive people who are like, get this cast off me. I'll be fine. Like, where, where are you at? Yeah, I think um, like right after the Olympics, I think everybody kind of needed like. I don't know, maybe two weeks to just be like, okay, I need to breathe and like take a walk outside and have a, a home cooked meal. Um, so I feel like for a couple weeks, I was like, okay, I'm kind of like exhaling and taking this in and enjoying this time to like reflect and take a little bit of a rest. And then like literally two weeks in, I was like, oh my God, I hate this so much. Like, it's, <laughs> I miss the team. I think it's I mean it's tough I'm I like love being around the team so much both teams and so kind of it's I'm home with my husband and my dog so like on the one hand it's it's wonderful but there is this part of me that's like I just need to get back with the team and get back to playing I miss it so much and I just love soccer so it being injured is like really uh, a difficult time yeah. All right. And the uh, and you you mentioned uh the, the Olympics. Obviously, it was uh a difficult time for the women's national team for for, for fans, you know, waking up at 5 4 in the morning <laughs> on the East Coast and, and and watching these games, but the the uh, can you talk a little bit about like the the emotional toll? Obviously, being the, the COVID restrictions, it not being kind of like the the normal Olympics. Uh what what was the feeling like when when you guys got back when you got bronze and and you know just that that kind of final experience even with like a player like carly lloyd and stuff like that well i think that's a loaded question there's yeah there's there's Um, a lot packed in there yeah um i think that you know with the olympics it, it was hard um it i don't think it was the olympics of anybody's dreams um the fact that we didn't win gold, but also the fan situation, uh, we were restricted. We couldn't really go outside. So having like to be pent up in a hotel, um, and you know, we would like linger around at the field afterwards cause we just wanted to be outside. And then you go on, you, you don't win gold, but we got bronze. And so I think there was something to be super proud of, of that. Um, you know, in a bronze medal match, it's a little bit different than like a gold medal match where in the gold medal, you know, you're winning a medal. Whereas in the bronze, 
you can go home right. with nothing. So um, I think the team definitely rallied around that and um, was like, we're getting a medal and we're going to end on a win and we're going to end on a high note. Um, but I don't know, take it away, Sam. But there was a lot of ups and downs during that. <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of ups and downs for sure. And I think obviously lots to be learned from the whole experience. And I think the team definitely learned a lot and will come out stronger and um, have a lot of important lessons to take away from it. But um, yeah, like Lynn said, I think we always want to win gold. We always want to get first. We're American. And um, I think, yeah, we, we just have our sights set on what's next, I think, to hopefully build and grow and, and try to like win. I need y'all to do me a favor and just take off the, the I'm going to be respectful of the opponent hat real quick. And I need y'all to talk y'all shit because that hat is like level, glued to my head. Yeah, the, the hat I know. never the comes like super glued. Yeah, the media like training be, is strong here. But yeah. think about the level of excellence that, that you guys have achieved that coming home with a medal in the Olympics was considered doomsday because the color <laughs> wasn't gold. How insane is that? And what type of pressure? I mean, we're both stand-up comics. Imagine one of our jokes didn't hit. I'd be like, well, we still had a good set. If we got off and people were like, so is this over for your career? We're like, what? <laughs> Should your manager be fired? They're like, what? <laughs> I mean, what is that? How does that, does that pressure ever, does that help? Does that hurt? How do you feel about that? Well, I think that that just says a lot about the team. I think the team has such a history of success and of winning and coming in first that um, that is the expectation. And I think it's one of the most special parts of the team um, that we have this standard for ourselves that's really high. We know the rest of the world holds us to that standard and we want to be the best. That's what we go for every day. So um, I actually kind of like it. I think that um, it wouldn't be the U.S. Women's National Team without that kind of expectation and uh, high standard. Yeah, I agree. I just think that there's so much competition within the U.S. too that, um, you know, you're a team, but until you uh, like a roster is named, you're fighting for your spot every step of the way. So that just keeps the competition going and it makes you be like the best that you can possibly be. And so then when you go into tournaments, like you expect to be the best you because of everything in the past, like you expect to win. But it's a good reminder that like the past isn't isn't now like you have to still perform like the, the past doesn't really matter in those moments. Um, but I like it. I like the pressure. I think that's what makes us the U.S. This is why right. we should do a I, Women's World Cup Super League where you guys are just in it all the time. You know what I mean? You don't have to qualify. <laughs> exactly but it it makes the women's the u.s women's national team such a a unique um a a unique team in the sense that the the, that level of pressure i i would almost say is is unlike any other team in the world men or women the the that expectation to win is you know coming back coming back with a bronze the 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 media is like is, is you know kind of like like what Alexis was saying about uh, you know is it all over is this the end <laughs> you know it it, it 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 is just it goes from uh you know the since the expectation is to win a loss feels like an absolute tragedy <laughs> so and, and it's you're such telling a, us yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah did you guys did you guys get a sense of that when you were out there that it was a like, you know, like the, the media yeah the media was like sort of reacting to the first loss like it was like a massive big deal i mean i'm sure it was i think a lot of people and if you're smart you just turn off your phone or you you like delete your social media but right. i mean we could all assume that that's yeah. what was happening 
Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I, and given obviously the, the, that level of pressure, you know, you, you guys bring that to to your NWSL club uh, as well. And you know, it was interesting because when um, when the Courage won uh, NWSL uh, championship, uh, the, the last one you, you guys won, we were there. We were on the field. I actually took photos of both of you. Yeah. Uh, we stole some awesome of the gold confetti. Guys, uh, we were you know, like... uh, celebrating. Just, it was an honor for us to be there. We couldn't even believe that we were. Did you even put there. it in a shrine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gold. <laughs> Confetti Honestly. is next to my most exclusive Dunk Lowe's, which Lynn and you, Lynn, you and I have in common. <laughs> which ones? Huh? Alexis. I'm not going to say I have the, uh, the you know, the Ben and Jerry's, but maybe they're over there. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, all right. This is going to be the, new, the, the Stock X podcast. Uh, the, <laughs> but obviously, in it, when it comes to this playoff uh, opportunity and this run, wh- where do you feel the courage are to, you know, get a chance to uh, win another title? You know, I think this year looks a little bit different than the years in the past, but um, a couple of us have been saying this, like I'm getting 2016 vibes um, where we just squeaked right in there. And I hope that that continues to happen. In 2016, we obviously squeaked in and then won the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the Courage is a different team when it comes playoff time because it's just do or die and you turn into like, you just see red and go crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think I think Washington, they're a good team. Um, I think they're young, and I, we've matched up well against them in the past. So we just got to take it one game at a time, and I hope everybody is just rearing to go. So I don't, I don't know. I have no right. idea. I, I mean, the, the only other thing I would add to that, like, would it mean something a little bit different given oh, what yeah. this year has been? And, and obviously it's been challenging not only for the Courage, but for the NWSL uh, in its entirety. But is, is that sort of feeling, um, you know, or, or is that thought going into, you know, you know a, a part of it or a factor when thinking about these playoffs? I think that it's like an unspoken thing right now. Um, I think it would be a really cool story, a really cool um, turn of events for our team. You know, the past, I would say, month has actually been really hard um, emotionally, physically, mentally. And so for us to get into the playoffs is one thing. And I think it would just, it would mean a lot if if we could go far. Um, but, you know, I, I say this every day since the news broke that anytime we're out on the field, it's a win. Um, so getting into the playoffs was a bonus and we'll just see what happens. Oh, Sam, I mean, how long do the playoffs have to go before you think you might be able to get back in there? Yeah, (laughs) I know. I wish that I was that close. I really do. It's been uh, really tough being away from the team. But again, like I said earlier, I'm just so proud of them. And I was going to add everybody always used to make fun of us for like us thinking we were underdogs. And now it's like, okay, well, we'll see if we still have it. And I I feel like we might. That's yeah, dope. I mean, we were at that game, and, and you know, that, it was four. It was four nil. Uh, it was a pretty. Yeah, we were like, does North Carolina? Are they, is North Carolina allowed to play with fourteen players? How is this happening? <laughs> uh, let. Let's talk about snacks. Yeah. Let's talk about the Yay. podcast. You guys have no idea how much of a shock that sentence is because Christian doesn't like food. So hearing the phrase "Let's talk about snacks," it's embarrassing. Right. It is, uh, you know, I want to, I want to talk about snacks, not eat them. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. oh, just like Roosevelt. But yeah, nothing like Dude, us. <laughs> Rose got so mad at me when I told her chili on pasta was trash. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a She's Cincinnati thing. Skyline. Stand oh, by. Uh, yeah. She, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what? But, 
It's, oh, if, it's imagine if somebody ate chili and then vomited on a bowl of pasta. Ew. That's what they eat in Cincinnati. <laughs> And they think it's great. It's horrific. <laughs> this is an ongoing thing. If people in Cincinnati love Skyline Chili. Everybody outside of it. I don't think they do. I just think they respect care. it because it's the only thing they have. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> He's trying to get banned from Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that might be a gift. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, and I'm guys, from North. You, got, <laughs> you guys started a podcast. Uh, just women's sports. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, why you guys got into this, into the game, uh, and uh, and and talk a little bit about just women's sports because obviously there's a lot of athletes involved, and and you know the the, the sense I get it is really about the athlete kind of taking over, uh, you know, probably their media image and how they're spoken about, and, and really get to use their own voices. So uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about snacks. Sam, go. You go first. Okay. Well, um, yeah, we are really excited to be working with Just Women Sports. It's like obviously an incredible platform for female athletes. And I think just kind of providing that place, that one-stop shop for all women's sports. It's They show highlights. They tell stories. And they give us a platform to tell our own stories, to interview our teammates. So um, when Haley Rosen first reached out about possibly doing something like this, I was really excited um, I was excited at the possibility of being able to do it with somebody like Lynn and to be able to make the show whatever we felt like was it was important to talk about. Um, so we try to do, we always say it's a little bit of personal stuff, a little bit of fun stuff, a little bit of real stuff, and a little bit of soccer stuff. I said that out of order and it sounded crazy when I said it. Um, you gotta hit the talking points. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're new, okay? We're new. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we every episode we try to talk about something that's like not just fun, but maybe a little bit more difficult to talk about. And I think that that's been really one of our kind of like founding elements of the show, where uh, we find we have just found it's it's really important. We think for us to talk about those things publicly, even when it isn't necessarily uh, like easy. Um, and then we've gotten to have some of our like good friends on. We actually had our partners on as well, which was a hilarious episode in season one. Um, and it's been, I mean, it's been great. Just women sports has been an awesome partner in it. And obviously I'm honored to be doing it with Lynn, who is one of my best friends ever and a great co-host. How was that? So a little sweet. over that was the place. So sweet. I Lynn liked it. confused there for a second. You're like, I'm your best friend. <laughs> it was good. Mid- I, just wanted, good I just wanted. I just wanted to know what she was going to say. Yeah. I was excited. Did you guys yeah. have to be pitched on the idea, or you guys already kind of wanted to put together a podcast? No, we had to be pitched. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that you know when um, just when sports first came to us, it was during like a crazy time. Um, so we were interested, but we were like, I don't necessarily know if I want to like open myself up just yet. Um, and then with everything that happened in 2020 with George Floyd and, um, all, all the craziness of last year, um, me and Sam, we were roommates during that time and we spent all quarantine together, us and Pat and Finn. Um, <laughs> and it was wild, but, uh, but me and Sam had been roommates for four years and we like late at night would just like talk, we'd eat snacks or have dinner or whatever. And we would just like have good conversations. Um, and then in 2020, our conversations obviously shifted to more serious. Um, but it, it was never a like hard conversation to have because we were so comfortable with each other. And so I think that um, when we were pitched the podcast, we turned a corner. We were saying, OK, I think 
people can see us and say, we need to have these hard conversations. These are two people that don't look alike that are having the conversations and, and doing it hopefully in a positive way. Um, and then on top of that, we, we just wanted to have some soccer fun, talk to our friends, get to, get to know them a little bit more. And, um, and it's been awesome. Um, and I'm happy that like just women sports has given us that platform. Where did the yeah, name come yeah. from? Cause Christian and I were going to call this instead of Cooligans, we were going to call it snacks, but it had nothing to do with food. We just thought of ourselves as snacks. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think we, we, we were brainstorming around in a name for a while. And I think snacks was like both obviously the food element. And then just that it was like these little tidbits of like fun and just a cute. And then whoever came up with the half soccer ball, half orange peel, I was like, I mean, this is perfect. genius. Yeah, yeah, the merch is fire, by the way. Yeah, I, I <laughs> so mean, good. Your, and your logo is a uh, is a uh, is a uh, you know an orange slice and a soccer ball. Ours is a pizza slice and a soccer ball. Is it really? Yeah, half a yeah. pizza and a soccer. You should have pretended like you've looked it up before. Uh, it's well, half a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, "Who are you guys again?" <laughs> now that you mention that, they did tell us on the like the brief for this that you were going to ask us about pizza, and I was like, "Oh, well, good. Like, I'm a pizza girl." She's oh, a pizza okay. head. Yeah. All right. And you're oh. from the Boston area. So are you more Reggie or are you more Santarpios? <laughs> what was the first one you said? Are you more Santarpios or is it Regina or Reggie? I can't remember the name oh, of the one in the north. Uh, yeah. Pizzeria Regina, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I don't discriminate against pizza. I love mostly like all pizzas, but I'm from This the is South where you Shore. and I disagree here because I am oh. very much a pizza snob. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Alexis has a lot of pizza prejudice. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. we might have to get into that, but I'm from the South Shore. We have a thing called bar pizza. And like, I don't think it's very well known anywhere else, but it's these like 10 inch pizzas that basically it's like a personal pizza, but they're like crispy around the edges. And uh-huh. I live in, like, I don't live on the South Shore anymore, but we just found a place near where I live that does bar pizzas and they're so good. It's called Landmark. So I'm like yeah. fired up. It was, uh, it started out as Staten Island style. And then when the bridge was built for New Jersey, it became known as New Jersey bar pies, but it was invented oh. in Staten Island and it was a way of rolling out the dough. So it was super thin and baking it in a pan. <laughs> Especially because they're super popular in spinning ovens, which are originally used for bagels. I could get into the whole thing. Yeah, he sounds wow. like he's the, the original pizza head over what here. What we need yeah. right now is just is a Lynn Williams cam while Alexis talks oh, no, about no. pizza. Can, because by the way, really, for the editor, was, um, for the editor, the just show Lynn's face as I'm talking. <laughs> Put me in picture in picture because it's a, it's a little bit of fear. Oh no, <laughs> it's a little, it's a little bit replay, of confusion. Slow replay reaction cam from Lynn Williams. <laughs> I can't. That is like my worst quality. It's my worst quality is I can't hide anything on my face. No, she can't. I'm looking up you guys' logo. I need to see it. You've got you've got an incredible, absolutely no poker face, is what I'm gonna call it, Lynn. But one of my favorite things about the pod is the more relaxed Sam gets, the more dialed up that that New England accent gets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You should hear her when she's like with her family and with Pat. It's like it's I'm like, yeah, I found it. Lynn, look, it's a soccer ball with pizza on the bottom. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a crest, yeah. if you will. Yeah, I editors, love cut that. this out so that it looks like we're popular. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, we, we should have we... a snack and a meal together. Oh, now we're talking. What's pizza, Christian going to do? Pizza could be a snack or a meal. <laughs> it, it's both. Okay, this time, finally, we're getting to the, the, the real subjects yeah. on this show. <laughs> finally, what this show was built for, we're finally doing. <laughs> We've got our okay, own so, look, supporters we have, group We've, uh, uh, we, called we Gully Squad. We have questions from fans that yeah. we, I, I want to make sure we get to. This is, uh, this is called the Gully Squad, our supporters group. Uh, you know, you guys have the American Outlaws. Uh, we have the Gully Squad. And they, they, are, uh, they have a bunch of questions for you, a lot of big fans of both of you. Uh, the first one, I, 
I, I thought we would get to this before, but I want to make sure I get to it. Lure McCoy, uh, who happens to be an Orlando Pride uh, fan, Boo. she asked a question. She said, I don't know. <laughs> Did it for you guys. <laughs> what, a, what are, uh, uh, for Lynn and Sam, what are your favorite off-season snacks? And we also should ask, what, what, what are your favorite in-season snacks as well? Who wants to go first? Um, well, I, they're the same. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I love chips, all kinds of chips. Chocolate chips, potato chips. <laughs> I don't know any other kind of chip. <laughs> Baguettes with the your diamond chips. <laughs> All the chips. I love, I can't, I cannot live without them. Um, but I do go to Australia usually every off season. And this isn't really a snack, but their barbecue sauce for some reason is so good. And I like mm. dream about it when I, when I'm on my way, I'm like, I can't wait to have barbecue sauce. Everyone Dang. listening in North Carolina just screeched their car to a halt. <laughs> that you complimented Australian barbecue. Sorry. <laughs> same, same for you, Sam. Uh, I'm a, I'm a chip girl as well. I, I don't really discriminate against food either. I'm kind of just like a, a vacuum. Like I'll just, if it's there. <laughs> oh, we would be it. best friends. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Except you guys work out, so you don't look like me, which is a good thing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, my favorite. Uh, this is from Nick Sint. He said, is the food for Sam, is the food better in North Carolina or in Manchester? I believe we know the answer to that. But for both. Favorite place to eat in the Raleigh or North Carolina area? Do you have like a go-to well, spot? Well, yeah, we always go to Jubala for oh, coffee yeah. and like breakfast sandwiches. They have like good food there. And we Sola. And Sola. Okay. Bar Taco is not uh, only in Raleigh, but we love Bar Taco. Um, where, where Trophy just... Pizza. Trophy Pizza. Go-to go pizza place. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, the places. food in Raleigh is good. Yeah, no, North Carolina is a great there. food area. Barcelona Bar, we've gone to a couple times. Now that I'm thinking, I don't think we get out much. Not much, no. <laughs> Definitely not much. You guys named four places then started to sweat. You're like, does, uh, you're like, does, does, uh, you know, does Bojangles count <laughs> on the way home? <laughs> Wait, were you insinuating, though, that the food in Manchester wasn't good? That's, I think, what everyone has, managed, has been insinuating, including myself. Oh, look, I've oh, been to England my. a bunch. I love England. But cuisine-wise, they're a little bit far well, behind I know us. What, I know what you mean, but I feel like in where I lived, the food was actually, like, really good. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, then we're going to so, need, we're gonna need a list. Where you lived, Pat was making it for you? <laughs> well, Pat, yes. My husband is a cook, so, yeah, he cooked for me. But we, all, we would go to like, oh. Rudy's Pizza. We'd go to Trove for, like, sandwiches. Go to Federal, Tack. Like, the food was, like, bomb. Like, really all good. Right. I'm going to need a list because okay. uh, Christian I'll, and I will yeah, be there in a, a couple list. weeks. Yeah. I can give you a list yeah. for sure. Okay. Nice. Uh, well, all right. That is it from the question from God's Court. <laughs> uh, amazing, guys. Thank you so much uh, for doing that. We have a couple pieces of business before we wrap up. We have to get to our Galasso gift. This is your opportunity to celebrate a goal on our TV show, which will then become a gift that will live on the internet oh, forever. God. Alexis will give you a scenario, mm. and then we just need you to celebrate that goal on screen. Alexis, what do you think? All right. So uh, for some reason, uh, they've said uh, both of you are on the pitch at the same time. Um, and it's a uh, let's say it's a free kick. Um, it goes awry. But Sam, you had it. Lynn scores. But they said just before this happened, if if you guys had gotten an assist and a goal, then Lynn, you would get 
anything you wanted off the sneakers app. And Sam, <laughs> you'd be able to take your your dog, which looks exactly like Christian's dog, every away trip you ever go. If you both got an assist and a goal, and you did. So how would you celebrate getting exclusive access to every sneaker in the sneakers app and bringing your dog everywhere? Yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the celebration? <laughs> Did, I, <laughs> did you get both of them? Yeah, yes. Right, yeah. We saw your freeze frame and we saw we your head shot. Of them. Well, that really right. worked to get me fired up because I was like, oh my God, I can take Finn wherever I want. I was actually really happy. Awesome. All the shoes. Okay. Yes. <sighs> Which, by the way, all I do is take L's on this damn sneakers app. Before. <laughs> okay, before we wrap up, we have to do uh, our. our uh, we got to get plugs. So, uh, is there anything. Lena Sam, do you, you want to uh, plug anything before we let you go? I think your name is not Lynn. Lynn. Your name is oh, Lynn. Oh, my name is Lynn. <laughs> he said Lynn and Sam. Did you know what? <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, I didn't hear the same part. Go, go ahead. No, you were ready. No, you were really ready. Go. No, go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't be like this. Come on. Well, I think we just want to plug our own podcast called Snacks. You can, uh-huh. um, you can find it wherever you get your podcast on iTunes, Apple, or Spotify. I'm Lynn Williams, and I'm Sammy. <laughs> Uh, okay. I'm glad we got the ending like, of the podcast. That was a horrible plug. <laughs> no. Great outro. I'll, I'll clean it up. Okay. Obviously, follow both of them on social media, uh, Instagram uh, and Twitter. And also, <sighs> watch the North Carolina Courage uh, this weekend. Take on the spirit. No, uh, the, uh, November 7th, uh, 5.30 p.m. Eastern uh, time. And the playoffs are kicking off uh, this weekend, so make sure you tune in. All right. Uh, I want to do one thing before uh, we wrap up. Maybe uh, if we have enough time. I don't know if, Sam, you'll be able to do this. But uh, I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, okay. oh d- is he getting a Sure. Dog? You guys have a call in three minutes, but why not? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go get Do you think what he's getting that? his dog? Because I'll go get my dog. I think that's what oh he is. God. There Hang he on. goes. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. God. They're twins. <gasps> this is... <laughs> Everybody, okay, let's get let's get them both on screen if we can. <laughs> uh, here's my dog. No, I don't have any I was going to say. Uh- <laughs> okay, everybody, let's wait till. Uh, I want no responsibilities in my What's life, Lynn, so I've her got name? zero pets. His name. Her, his. his it's name his name. Is Nutmeg. Oh, hi, This is Nutmeg. Wait. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm having deja vu. I knew that. How did I know that? I feel like they I'm looked like they were vu. separated at birth. Oh, my God. It's <gasps> crazy, right? Can they bark for each other? Come on, Lynn. <laughs> you say hi, Auntie Lynn. Yeah. Hey. Hi, my Auntie Lynn. Is he a Cavapoo? No, he is a Golden Doodle. Golden Doodle. Yeah. Why How are so many away? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we have to Seriously. say goodbye by the way wait so, why are some of them have like poos and why are some of them doodles okay, first of all okay. cavapoo well, sounds like something a child says when they poop their pants uh, no. okay we'll, we'll sort it out offline then i'll answer the question everybody thank you so much uh for tuning in everybody. make sure you follow at soccer cooligans on all social uh channels follow at football sports and subscribe to to the youtube uh youtube for Fubo Sports, so you can get the full interview, uh, a lot of other episodes and stuff like that. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Finn and Nutmeg are very, very excited. Yes. Uh, so let us end the, the show the way we normally do, as is tradition. So uh, so for Sam Mewis and Lynn Williams, my name is Christian Polanco. And for Finn and Nutmeg, my name is Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Hooligans! Hooligans!
Jesus. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying at the you're, door. You're literally yeah. crying. She's crying again. She's actually crying. She yeah. does it a lot. Just ignore her. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. Are we saying the second part in unison? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, this is Lynn Williams. And this is Sam Ewis. And, and we just, we just oh kicked God. it with the glue. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Take two. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> flustered. Okay, I'm just gonna we're just gonna power through even if we're not added we're not. Okay. Good. Perfect. Hey, this is Lynn Williams. And this is Sam Ewis, and, and we, we just, just kicked, kicked it with the Gulligans. <laughs> Love it. Is that fine? Is that fine? Is that fine? <laughs> <laughs>